kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. He's got the skills to prescribe you pills. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith.com. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We have received some feedback about the inordinate amount of technical terms such as cardiac arrest and cozy blanket. So I will attempt to do better at tailoring my speech to the desires of our listeners as we go on. Here to help with that is our producer Cameron. Hello friends and hello Dr. London. Those are two separate categories. Okay, uh, so Cameron, he worked so hard to help this podcast stay relevant that when he first heard the saying, uh, leaves are falling, autumn is calling, and began to see the leaves falling, Cameron immediately went to his phone service provider because whoever autumn was, their calls were not getting through, and he was absolutely livid. Um and I just, I do want to clarify, Cameron, leaves are falling, autumn is calling. That's just a saying. It doesn't mean that, you know, when leaves start to fall, you should expect a phone call from someone named Autumn. Do you even know someone named Autumn? No, I mean, I've been waiting. That's why I don't like the, I don't think Autumn is calling at all. Yeah, well, I, and that, I would say that's true. Like, it's just sort of a term for... Uh, like the season autumn is coming. Right. But it just, I mean, it does make me feel a little unworthy. It's like a kid who's not visited by Santa Claus. You know, I'm, I'm just over here not getting a call from autumn. Even though the leaves are, yeah, falling. I mean, not every single one has fallen. Maybe that's the issue. Once they all fall, you think you'll finally get that call. And maybe, maybe there's a few stragglers every year. And, and so I kind of... You never get the call. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It hurts, though. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, Cameron. Um, no, you're not. I can see it in your face. You don't care. Okay. Well, also with us is DJ in the house. None of this None is of medical advice. See it in your face, you don't care, you don't care. I can see it in your face, you don't care. I can see it in your face, you don't care, you don't care. Later, Cameron tells me that we can also expect an oncologist by the name of Baron 
Vakov, I think I'm saying that right. Uh, so look forward to that. And I'm not confident I even know how to say that word. Yeah, it's uh, it's difficult to say. I, I, hopefully he'll clarify that. And yeah, broncologist. Okay, no bronco. I, I was referring to. I was referring to the word on, sorry, to, to the word Vakoff, his last name, but the word oncologist is also, uh, I guess that could be difficult to understand if you're not familiar with. So that's, that's like a cancer doctor. Let me, okay, let me break it down real quick. On, okay, opposite of off. Okay. Con, okay. No, call, that, it's C-O-L. On, con, ol, job. I'd... Okay, call like a like a like autumn's gonna call me in the fall. Oh, just oh, I just was conned, right? I I don't think that's right. Broncologo. We can move on from there. Okay, but but before we move on, um, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. Quote. Is that what they call a uniform in these modern times? Back in my day, I had to spend about 30 minutes getting myself ready for my waitressing job every day. Red lippy, pinstripe apron, LOL. Eduardo's was the best cafe in town. Shame it was demolished. I'm sorry, demolished. That's how they wrote. Uh, Mind you, I never had someone try to dip my fingers in their soup. I think I'd have tipped it over their head. Ha ha. Anyway, give my love to Keith. He does sometimes lose his mind and manhandle young men. XX. End quote. I love our listeners. And I do want to say I really relate to this listener because it sounds like it takes them 30 minutes to put on lipstick and an apron. And it, I mean, an, a- an apron takes me 30, 40, 50 minutes to attach. You attach. Well, you know, it's just a, you, whenever you put on an apron, it just goes over your head. At least the ones I'm familiar with, it goes, one part loops over your head uh-huh. and the other part you just tie behind you. Right. But you got to account for all the time spent once it gets stuck on your head and you're kind of flailing around for a while, tripping. Hitting your head on the kitchen counter. Calling the ambulance. No. I, I, oh, right. I've i stressed to our listeners, don't do that. It's a scam. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, and that's... So I think for most people, maybe the the loop there is big enough, it's wide enough that they don't get their head stuck like that. So, what, oh, I'm not like most people? You're saying my head, I have a huge head? I was saying that your apron might be smaller at least that loop, that loop at the top. Hmm. I, I'm going to choose to think that you're implying that I have a big brain. Yeah, I I could see that coming. Yeah. Okay, well, I uh, respond to our listener. First of all, thank you so much for reaching out to us here at the Jock Doc Podcast. We always appreciate hearing from our listeners. To answer your question, uh, uniforms can vary depending on the job and specialty. Even in medicine, some doctors work more in surgery and prefer to wear scrubs, while others work more in a clinical setting, uh, like outpatient, and they prefer to wear business attire with a white coat. 
Um, and plenty of doctors are a mix of those preferences. In any case, thank you for your question, and we look forward to hearing from you in the future. As long, I mean, as long as you can see that body, then oh. I think anything is an acceptable uniform. You know what I mean? As long as it fits that shape, and you can just kind of see it work. I know I've already covered this on the on the show. I okay, so I feel like that's. Uh, Usually scrubs are known for not being so flattering to to, to a person's body type, but I don't know oh, that. Oh man! But can you imagine if they were? You're going into surgery. They're wheeling you in. You got this hunky guy over you. Yeah. Well, usually this we hunky girl. Well, so she's jacked as hell. She's like, excuse me, sir. Right. So that's not really what I see is like the purpose of that clothing. It's more to like, like they, they right, wash it frequently. Feel superior to the people around you. Like most uniforms. It's, it's more to, well, at least the scrubs are for, you know, they'll get stained and whatever. They might get any number of bodily fluids on it. And it's more because it's easier to clean and it's, uh, it's, it's more of a, Right, and it wouldn't be as easy to clean if it were tighter on the body, is what you're saying. Uh, well, yeah. Didn't think that through, huh, Dr. London? You can continue. I've already won. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, and now for a tale from the GI clinic. We had a patient who was coming in to establish care ahead of his first colonoscopy. He seemed fairly easygoing, but he spoke quickly and his hands were constantly moving, like throughout the conversation. Uh, we scheduled his colonoscopy for that week, but and I. This is the more... rapper T.I., you said? Yes. No, I'm sorry. I should clarify. That's, um, okay. that, that's my fault. Uh, a GI clinic, so gastrointestinal clinic. Okay. Yeah. So gotcha. that's the type of clinic it was. I didn't give this guy's name because that's confidential information. Right. Okay, so we scheduled his colonoscopy for that week, but I had to warn the anesthesiologist because with how constantly he was moving throughout the interview uh, and without any other known medical history, I was fairly certain that he was on some sort of stimulant like cocaine. Uh, and anesthesia and analgesia are common practices, but mixing stimulants and depressants... Sorry, sorry Dr. London. Now, are you saying that it was for sure not the rapper T.I.? Or were you saying you just can't tell me if it is or isn't? Yes. Okay. I I cannot tell you whether it is or okay. is not. Now, so was this before or after 2008? You know, live your life. It was after uh, that occasion. Dead and gone. Yeah, it's after that. Okay. I just wanted to be able to place which T.I. song was in the atmosphere, in the zeitgeist, while this was going on. Go ahead. Okay. And I don't, I don't think that that would be so applicable, really. But but we can we okay. So um, as I said, anesthesia and analgesia are common practices. But if you mix stimulants like what this patient appeared to be on um, and depressants, uh, that's known as speedballing, uh, that can be dangerous. Fortunately, there uh, were no complications, and the colonoscopy was as pleasant as any other I've had the pleasure to have known. Well, and you you would think he'd be a little more careful with that kind of stuff, given that a lot of his peer group, a lot of like other performing rappers and touring rappers, 
struggle with with those kind of addictions. I know it's kind of a hard lifestyle, but well, okay. And to clarify once again, I I'm not identifying this patient as TI. Okay. Uh, we're not doing that. So what I'm saying is that regardless of what's going on, mixing a stimulant with a depressant isn't a good idea. Yeah. But I, I'm just saying, like, I think, it, you know, it's kind of a party lifestyle when you're you're touring as much as they do. And so it can kind of, it can be difficult and, and tempting to kind of just take whatever's handed to you. I don't know. You know, I feel for the guy. Okay. Okay. And that's that's fine. Yeah. Having... You know, some compassion and empathy is okay. Good, even. Well, and because he knows Rihanna. Live your life. Right. Yeah. No, I remember. Uh, yeah. We can go ahead and move on from there, though. Okay. That was, okay. That was the story. And now for today's medical topic, rheumatic heart disease. Uh, Cameron, have you ever had what is commonly known as strep throat? Um, let me think. Okay. <clears throat> when I was one years old, what did I have? Okay. I, I think I got jaundice at some point. When I, I, but I don't think I got strep throat. When I was two years old, I think maybe I got a cold, but I don't think I got strep throat. Okay. okay. Well, so I, at three okay. years old, yeah, I think I got an inner ear infection, but I don't believe it got strep throat. At four years old, I got the plague and, but did not get strep throat throat at five years old i got gout um what's is is so i did have gout at five okay well that doesn't really so it's just sort of a casual question and not related uh-huh. to gout okay so well uh well there's a reason why doctors take strep throat so seriously <laughs> sorry my throat's so sore right now go ahead Okay, so strep throat is caused by a bacteria known as group A streptococcus, resulting in streptococcal pharyngitis, or, you know, a, a sore throat is, is kind of how it looks. Uh, but if you do not diagnose and treat strep, it can progress to rheumatic fever, which is an immunologically mediated systemic process that can cause chronic valvular abnormalities in the heart. And these abnormalities are known as rheumatic heart disease. Oh, man. Can we turn the heat down? I feel like it's hot in here. It's so hot. My phone is killing me right now. God. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. So the most common abnormality in rheumatic heart disease is mitral stenosis, which is when the valve on the left side of the heart becomes too stiff to open properly. Now, rheumatic heart disease is just one aspect of acute rheumatic fever, which can God, include... My heart is stiff as hell. Okay, I don't think you'd be able to feel it. Oh, Let me try to loosen it up some. Man. That's a, that is a weird stretch you're doing. Oh, I mean, it's just so... St- it's just stiff, man. Just... Okay, because that back bend, like, you can't possibly... That can't be comfortable for you. Well, it's not about comfort. It's about talent. Okay. I thought I thought it was about stretching your heart. Yeah, and it's also stretching my mind. Which and you And my see abilities. As a talent. Okay. All right. Well, as I was saying, uh, rheumatic heart disease is just one aspect of acute rheumatic fever, which can include 
rashes, abnormal neurologic movements, arthritis. <laughs> okay, okay, you can put your arms down. Okay. Uh, also includes nodules under the skin. Uh, these are known as the Jones criteria. But all of these problems can be prevented if you get treated for your strep throat before it has a chance to progress and get worse. Okay. Okay. But this isn't a rash, right? Okay, okay. That is that is a sizable rash. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of gotten And you didn't have to take off your pants for that. Like I Well, like, no, that's for comfort. Okay. This is just for but what is it supposed to be like turning that color? No. No, it, the and the yellowish you might you might think of going to a doctor about this. Is it it's supposed to be it's supposed to be as cold as it is? It's freezing. No, it feels pretty a little bit warm. No, no, no. I mean the rash. Um touch it. No, no, no thank it's you. It's so it's ice cold. Like it burns it's cold, so cold. Oh. No, I I still don't want to despite the fact that it will burn. I'm just yeah. You're the doctor. I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I was just an untreatable patient to you, but that's fine. Okay. Well. Okay. Uh, I think I think that's good for now. Uh, Cameron, do we have a sponsor for today? We do, Doctor London. I'm actually really excited about this. Okay. It, this one is a little, uh, I don't know, not socially conscious, but just kind of conscious of the world of the environment. Okay. Um, you know, you know, veal. It's a controversial meal, right? Because it's a baby animal, right? And so, a lot of people, a lot of animal rights activists, and even a lot of people who you know aren't animal rights activists, mm-hmm. take issue with it. Um, which I totally understand. I relate to that, and I take issue with it too. Oh, okay. And that is one of the reasons I'm so happy about our new sponsor, okay. which is called Proto Foods. Proto Foods. Okay. And in st- so instead of eating a baby animal and putting something through that pain, instead you're eating aborted animals. Uh, so-, so they're already dead. They're, they've already been flushed out. I- just kind of scrambled and just let out. This doesn't sound good. It's, okay, because so proto meaning like the before. Yeah, like the original, the yeah. origin, the before. And you're saying that this is so like a an embryo or a fetus? Well, yes. And that's what's so great about this is that it's, you know, veal is just that's a baby cow. With proto foods, you tell them what animal you want the aborted fetus from. It can be any animal. And it's it's the unborn child, the unborn offspring of a given animal. It is the, yes, it is the aborted fetus of, a, you know, a chicken, of a cow, and you, of a dog, of a whale. See, this sounds very, I, I feel like I might have issues with this as well. Because for one thing, it, hmm? it, sounds, it sounds kind of, uh, I don't want to say gross or disgusting, but I mean, if it's, uh, like yeah, placenta? you probably shouldn't say that our sponsor is gross and disgusting. I would, I would recommend you not saying that too. Okay, I d- Is it? 
the, okay, the process, is it like really well refined and cooked? I guess like a hot dog doesn't look like what it's what it's. Oh, yeah, the abortion like. is so quick. They've got it down like to a science. Ab- aborting the, because then I'm oh, thinking yeah. of like the, like the, the fluid and the material like that. Yeah, and all of that is just sauce for your meal. Oh, so, so the the bodily fluids from the animal come with it. Yeah, it's kind of like a like a bowl. Uh, okay, I just this doesn't sound this doesn't sound like something I would go for typically. But people do eat things like I guess blood pudding. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so, if you <laughs> sign up right now, oh. You can okay. get 1,400 hamster fetuses. Hamster, okay, yep. 1,400. So you're expecting people to just plop these in pretty quick. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's like, it, I mean, I would, I, I've eaten it as a cereal. <laughs> a hamster fetus you've eaten as cereal. Sure. I wouldn't call it, ham- oh, I'm eating hamster fetus. I'd say I'm eating hamster pops or something like that. But yes. Okay. So it's, and it tastes just like hamster. And how do you know that? How do you think? So you, you've eaten hamster outside of this. Surely that was clearly stated. Implied, I guess. Yeah, no, heavily implied. Okay. Uh, I can't... I mean, I don't want to... But they are a sponsor. Um, so what other animals are available well, Dr. Lennon, that's a good question that was already answered before when I said every animal. Okay. So, so let's go through them. Bats, dogs, cats. Uh, I, uh, are, you, are these animals, are their offspring like forcibly aborted? Or is this just miscarriages that happen like an, an accidental abort, a spontaneous abortion is is a miscarriage i i I think it's very gentle by gentle do you mean like surgically done or did they take they give the animals medicine to make it happen this these are all questions these are great questions that you could ask the people at proto foods okay and have they gotten any backlash for this in this day and age everything gets backlash are you kidding me with his outrage culture, you can't even eat an aborted, you know, hamster anymore without people getting huffy about it on their high horse. So you're really into the hamster dish. Oh, yeah. That's kind of my main purchase. Okay. Well, I guess. Okay. So. Stingrays. Yeah. I guess the one that came to mind is more rare. Like elephant. Oh, yeah. Elephant. Zebra, rhino. Leopard. Uh, yeah. Leopard. Snow leopards. Really? And how do they get a hold of the, I guess this is another question for... These are questions that you've got to ask them, Dr. London. <sighs> okay, well, I guess... I uh, what, was, what was the name of this company again? Here, I'm going to... Let me <laughs> let me have some of this hamster juice. Okay, now that... Okay, you're spilling some, and oh, it man. is seeping into the carpet, and it is so red and purple. Oh, gosh. God, it it's crazy how it tastes just like hamster. Okay, what was the name of the company again? Proto Foods. Okay, I uh, well, thank you to Proto Foods. 
I guess this is closer to being at least remotely medical. Um, do, do they have health benefits as far as you're aware? He- uh, I mean, I assume they have a full-time staff that would require health benefits, sure. Okay, I meant in terms of the food content. I don't know if it's like Blue Cross Blue Shield or, you know. Whatever. Whatever their insurers are, yeah. but I, I'm sure certainly they would have some health benefits. Okay. I guess, I guess we can just... I'm sorry, and it's also it's it is raw. That you're meant to eat it raw. You, I mean, that's your choice. You can eat it however you want. Right. Okay. Okay. My well, hamster pops. I usually fry them up first. Right, but you're drinking just hamster juice. Yeah. As is. Okay. Well, thank you to our sponsor, Proto Foods. Uh, I we we appreciate our sponsors. Yes, we do. All right, Cameron, you said that we have a guest today? Uh, yes, we do, Dr. London. All right. Um, hello. Nice to meet you, uh, Mr. Baron Vakoff. Am I saying that right? Um, yes, uh, you are correct in that um, uh, the name is Baron Vakoff. Yes. Okay. Well, it's nice to meet you. Uh, are you it- from the East Coast? Um, uh, Northern California, yes. Oh, okay. So, okay. the West Coast. Oh, yeah, Cameron does get his Easts and Wests confused. Very confused, yeah. Um, okay, because your accent to me sounds, uh, I don't want to make assumptions, but it sounds more German. Ah, ich liebe Bananen. You know how it is. I, I guess German I don't. or Russian? I don't know. I, I'm from California. Or Californian is what I meant. California. Yes, yes. Uh, a lot of us Californians do sound like this. It, it's a very common misconception that uh, we sound like surfer people, but we, in fact, do sound like this very often. Oh, oh see, I associate this voice with surfer people. You ever go down to the beach and just kind of every person, you know, they're trying to sell you a hot dog and... Mm. Schlossenheiven or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's surfer I'm talk. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that. I I visited California, but I guess I I guess maybe it's a subtle thing. I didn't pick up on it. It's you, it is a it is a big state. There are multiple communities. Mm, so okay. I totally get it. You can't expect someone as pretentious and wealthy as Doctor London to understand the common man like you and I. Oh, he, of course, of course. His background. I mean, he was raised in a palace. I think. Maybe even a palace on, on the like on a space shuttle or something. It was something weird like that. And then, I mean, you growing up, you owned a train. It just, I don't know. You can't relate. You don't know what it's like to be a Californian or me. Uh, I guess I should clarify something here. So, Cameron, the name London, if you look it up in one of those name meaning books, uh-huh. one of the one of the names is. When, when, sorry, one of the definitions of it is uh, like fortress on the moon or castle on the moon. Um, so that might be where you're getting this from. Yeah, and where did that origin come from? Uh, a filthy rich person like you. A person who looks at the poverty in this country and says, no, I need more. I need an additional TV. Give me another train. Give me a boat. 
Anyway, ja, sorry, I'm rambling That sounds now. like a German thing. The, you know, rich looking down at the poor. I wouldn't know anything about that, but that sounds like something Germans would do, you know? Yeah, that does sound like something Germans would do. And also Dr. London. Okay, well, we can get back to... Okay, Dr. Vakoff. Um, so you study oncology, is that right? You're an oncologist? Well, um, well yes, I, I, I work at a call center. So I, I, I am an oncologist. Oh. Yes. Yeah, that's what you yes. told me to get, right, Dr. London? An oncologist, yes. Well, uh, so I said... Because I was on call with him for like 45 minutes earlier today trying to get to change my internet. Oh, and okay. Because, so an oncologist, that's a term for a doctor who studies and who works in uh, cancer-related yeah. things. So if someone, let's say, finds out that they potentially have cancer they will go to an oncologist to find out about treatment and diagnosis treatment and prognosis genetics a little bit Uh uh-huh this is very similar i had called i had called spectrum and i said hey i want every time i connect to the internet i want it to go I do my hair down paint my nails good as hell uh, to so which I, w- I responded, uh, that is impossible. What are you doing? But we bonded. I mean, we yes. talked for a really long time. Dr. Vakoff? Uh, yeah, what was, what was your take on that conversation? Well, it was just like any other Saturday. And, and yeah, I, I, I do work the weekends. I, I was there sitting at my desk, and this man called me, and he had just this strange... Subtlety to his voice that excited me, you know. So, when he was talking to me, I honestly, well, I won't go there. But I, I, I okay. thought I, I needed to continue to talk to this man. So I talked to him for a good three or four hours. Oh, yeah. so you called and back after that? Oh, many call. times. Oh yeah, many we've been times. chit-chatting. I mean, for a while now. Yes. So, so when you said 40, 40 minutes today, this was a continuation from... W- when did you guys first talk? Ooh. Hmm. I think it was the late 90s. I yeah, think I think so. Wow. Okay, so... I think, wait, let me think. Was it was Bill Clinton impeached yet? Mm. Yeah, because I, w- I, I was there for a while. Yes, yes. I had to excuse myself from the Senate floor to take one of these calls. So it was during the impeachment. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. And I, I don't mean to take away from your time, I guess, Mr. Vakoff, not doctor. But Cameron, you were a senator? Or you were no, just working oh, at the no, Senate? No, 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 no. I was just hanging out. Oh. There's a hot dog stand there that's, like, amazing. Okay. Okay, well... In any case, so Dr. Uh, Vakoff, could you tell us about yourself? What, um, you know, especially, I guess, anything that relates to fitness or health? Have you, uh, I, guess, I guess, how are you health-wise, maybe? Well, um, for the listeners at home, if I were to, to, to describe myself, I would say um, that I am plump. Might okay. be a good descriptor. Um, you know, a large fellow. Um, someone who cannot fit through a door. 
Yeah, uh, I, when we brought you in, has, uh, I didn't know that you were a person at first when yes, you walked I, into the room. Yes, a, a, a lot of people study me because um, some people believe that I have my own gravitational pull. And I do feel some kind of pull, but I thought it was emotional. Uh, that, that, that is what some people think, yes. Um, but I think it's just the center of mass making people come in towards me. Well, and a lot of Sorry people, for, yeah. the, the, the first time they see you, confuse you with a beanbag chair. Absolutely. A, a giant one, yes. Yeah, like one of those love sack ones you can get at the yes. mall in 2004. Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, with all of that in mind, I, I, I would say I'm pretty healthy, you know? I feel pretty good. Okay. No, that's that's great. Um, so okay. I mean, it is normal to feel a a constant pain in your chest, right? Yes. That's that's typical. Oh that's yeah. Just, like like just daggers in your chest. I that that's my you know go to daily kind of feeling. So I I think that's pretty healthy. Yeah, that so. boom boom thing on the left side of your chest is supposed to kind of poke you and kind of have a sharp pain continuously. Right, right. And then so, yeah, every once exactly. in a while it kind of right. ceases for a mm-hmm. while, and then it kicks back on. Well, have you visited a doctor, Mr. Vakov? Like, about these chest pains? No. <laughs> okay. Well, he said it's not a concern. He said it's normal. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, I, w- Maybe I would Maybe just... you're the abnormal one, Dr. London. Maybe not every person you see and interact with, every common man, is some sort of weirdo, unhealthy freak. Huh? Okay, well, I just wanted to, you know, sort of suggest that regular checkups are just good. They'll listen to your heart usually at one of these appointments, and then... You'd love to suggest that, wouldn't you? You would absolutely love to suggest something like that. (sighs) Dr. London, if I'm going to be honest... Yes. That kind of attitude towards people is exactly why I do not go to see doctors. Thank you. Saying, oh, oh you should you should get help. Oh, come in for a checkup. No. Yeah. Denied. Oh, stop sticking your hand in there. So uh, that that's just a part of sort of what we call preventative medicine. You go in, you see the doctor, they'll listen to your heart. And uh, depending on your age, they there might be more invasive things to do. Like well, what we talked about earlier, earlier already was the colonoscopy. Yeah. Um, which and that's obviously not comfortable. But you are also you know put under anesthesia for that. Right, so. but th- things like that aren't accessible to the common man. Of course, TI can afford such a thing. Okay, I, once again, I did not identify who that was. Right, but you didn't have to. You know, it was actually T.I. who gave me my last colonoscopy. Oh, wow. Yeah. That that sounds strange. Uh, He told me I have many, uh, what is the English term? Um, uh, uh, Polish? No, 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 no. Polyps. He said, I have many polyps. And I said, I have never eaten that. Okay. I... So a polyp is sort of an outgrowth in your colon, and they can be precancerous or cancerous even. Yeah, but he just said he's never eaten that. So okay. how would I have them in my colon? Yeah. 
Uh, okay. Well, and so it's actually your colon itself that would produce it. And actually, if if we did have an actual oncologist on the show, they would actually they could go into detail on this. Uh, well, I mean, it's it sounds like we could maybe get Ti on the show Ooh. if you know Ti. Oh, I haven't seen him in a while. Um, uh, let let me try to get in contact with him. Um, okay. Well, I'm actually at the call center right now, so I, I let me try to do that. Oh, you're gonna call him right now? Yes. Uh, what, what was his number? Two, four, seven, seven, seven. Okay, I'm calling him now. Okay. Give me a moment. Okay. Oh, t- oh. He's gonna get him. No, no, I. You, you stuck your your fingers in in my no. This is not Ti. Oh. Ah. My bad. My bad. Um, yeah, sorry. I hate it. I hate it when that Sorry happens. about that. Uh, I I I think he was just a man who, um, was very curious. That's okay. this term I'll use. Well, did he have instruments, or was this kind of a free-for-all? Oh, this was very much just a, um, not even gloves, just, you know, back alleyway, just... Oh, you, you know in a, I mean? you're saying a literal back alleyway, not like people use that term maybe just call it like a back alley doctor of getting like no, a, no, an illegal abortion No, no, it was, it was literally something. in a back alley. Oh, wow. Yes. That kind of sounds like T.I. I don't but know. The thing is, I just asked him. And he said something along the lines of, I've never spoken to you. Who the hell are you? And so uh, that makes me think that I just called a random number. So maybe the guy who put his fingers there gave me a fake number. Oh, yeah. So it actually wasn't T.I. Well, so I I have a separate question. I'm sorry, but I believe it is unrelated to that. Um. So, Mr. Vakoff, are you originally from California? Y- yes. Okay, you've lived... Uh, what what part of California? Have you lived there all your life, or moved around? Uh, you, you, you know, um... Ah, uh, where's that part of California? Well, um, I was born in Johannesburg, um, and then I moved to Sacramento. Um, then I spent uh, my college years in Berlin, which is a place in Northern California. Right. Um, and then I um, I practiced a bit of oncology um, outside of L.A. Wow. Okay, so mm-hmm. to clarify, Berlin, uh, to my knowledge, there might also be a Berlin, California. Yeah, it's right north of Glendale. Yes, 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 yes. That, that is uh, well, Berlin is also a place in Germany. I'm not sure you're aware of that. Yeah, right north of Glendale mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in California. Is that, is that okay, I guess. Should so, I... what are your what are your favorite Californian foods? Um, well, I I love um, beer. Uh, is oh beer? yeah. Um, okay, I feel like it's because California is more known for like Napa Valley wines rather than beer. Right? I mean, not to say that there aren't breweries, but well, yeah, if you're a you know, billionaire like yourself, then of course going yeah. to these fancy wineries and just, you know, drowning in grapes, I'm sure sounds great. But for us commoners, we have PBR. Yeah, I okay. I, I, I remember during the cold, cold winter months with all this snow, 
my friends and I would go to the bars and there would be these ladies in these uh, green dresses and, you know, these wow. little uh, uh, dancing little shoes. And uh, we would get these big, big containers of beer. Um, oh, as a were. kid, I wanted to be a Californian clogger. Oh, they are. I know they exactly are what you best. mean. Um, you say you say it was snowing in California. Oh yes, it snows all the time. Did you live in the mountains? Was that no? That, it's uh, those those Californian winters. They are harsh. See, I uh, what I know of California is actually you know more temperate weather, uh, kind of easy year round. A lot of areas. I'm sorry, I'm not that familiar with Cal- Northern California. I suppose. Yeah, I mean it. It gets pretty chilly. Okay, so uh, did you have any job before you were in on call or just? I know you said you went to Berlin and oh, it, any jobs around there. Um. Well. Um. F- uh, for about um. When was this? This was early 2000s. Um, I, I worked with a, a, a marijuana um, dispensary. Smoke weed every day. Okay, a marijuana dispensary. Yes, around 2002. Was that... Was it legal at that point? Hmm? I, from what I recollect... Uh, marijuana wasn't legalized in California for quite a while. You, you know, I um, I don't remember. Um, okay. If it was yeah, legal. You, you know, we, we just kind of that. Did I mean, it. that stuff must have been pretty good, right? You know what I'm talking oh, sure, about. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, uh, but that stuff must have been like pretty strong. Can't even remember it. Oh yes, I I I do not remember many years of my life so um oh yeah i i I would say um i worked that and then after that um i worked let's see that no pretty much immediately after that i i was an oncologist i kind of figured so this is really more of a like a career for you this is kind of your what you were hoping for it's it really is my minor passion Really is. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So tell me about the the job itself, calling people. You said, what do you call for? Is it to offer I don't know assistance or? Well, um, uh, so I I work at a couple different places. Um, so as of um, uh, yesterday, I was working at Verizon. Um. Okay. So uh, the typical things, you know, uh, you are given a script, and uh, you say things like, um, "Hello, uh, welcome to Verizon. Uh, how how can I help you with your problems today?" And, and stuff like that, you know. And where yeah. is where is that accent from? Because it sounds like mm-hmm. there was a subtle change there for the call portion. I. What v- v- accent? I'm I'm confused. So yeah, what are you talking about, Doctor London? Okay, maybe it's just me, and I learned are to you, pick up. Are you making fun of our guest's voice, Doctor London? No, no, I and I was not intending to to belittle or to ridicule or mock. Uh, well, you are very little. You are being you are you are being little. 
You know, I would have expected this in Southern California. But to come on this show and have someone make fun of my voice. It's it's disgusting. I'm so sorry. You shouldn't have to deal with that. It's okay. Can, can I ask something, um, maybe a request since you're working at Verizon? Are you still working at Verizon, or did that change from yesterday to today? Uh, no, I, I, I am still working, yes, yes. Okay. Um, I might switch to Verizon Internet if whenever my Roku connects to the Internet, it goes, I put my head down, paint my nails, tell me how you feel, I'm feeling good as hell. So if you could talk to your CEO... And maybe kind of get that into the works. That would be really helpful. Um, I will n- not try that. Um, but if you want to call about anything else, literally uh, anything okay. else. See, this has been a point of contention in our conversation conversation since the 90s. Yeah. Is that it's mostly me making the same request over and over again at the different places. Years you, at almost every yeah. company I've worked at, yes. Oh, you, you've been calling him no matter yeah. where he works. Oh, yeah. I mean, he worked at Costco for seven years, and I was still oh, I, making that I request. I totally forgot about that. You're right. Oh, what oh, a time, Costco. I, I remember. Some of the stories you used to tell me. I, I remember this one time. I was there, you, you know, doing my thing, um, and this woman comes up to me, um, and she has just... It's the most beautiful, beautiful, you know, gorgeous nose. And wow, I just remember okay. thinking, I really wanted to say to her, hey, miss, you are, you're looking real nice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe so, honk that nose. Absolutely. See, see, I feel like I heard your accent change again briefly. You know, it's it's all right. I think it's about time to maybe wrap it up here. Um, wow. Just our guest, just uh, telling a story about Costco makes you so uncomfortable that you have to end the interview. It's, well, and it's, I get it. Well, just, 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 just the concept of Costco, knowing that there's commoners there, there's an average Joe's, people who maybe look like giant beanbags. Uh, no, no, it's not that so much. It's just the timing and... Like it's, it just feels like it's about time to wrap it up is all. Mm. Uh, I see. But, but thank you to uh, Mr. Baron Vakov, um, the on call. You, you don't need, our guest did four tours in Boston. This is true. This is very true. As a caller, you and mean? You have to respect that. No, as, 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 a, as a marijuana dealist. Okay, well... Okay, I let, let's so so we can probably just end it there. Is no what respect. I'm. No respect. No respect. Yeah. No. We let's go ahead and wrap it up. I'm so sorry about Doctor Lennon's behavior. It is okay. Well, uh, thank you for having me on the show. Oh, yes. absolutely. Thank you for being on. And is there uh, any place the listeners can reach you outside of the show? Um, if they wanted to follow you or... I, I am typically around some street corners um, in Sacramento. Um, okay. So if you see just a absolute giant of a man, um, come up, say hi. Um, I, I should be around there typically, just street corners. Great. All right. Well, 
Uh, thank you for being on the show, Mr. Baron Vakolf. Uh, thank you to Cameron, as always, our producer. Absolutely. And no thank you to you, Dr. London. But I, I will say thank you to the listeners. Okay. Uh, and thank you. Especially one very special listener, Evan. I, no, I don't know if we have a listener named Evan yet. But if we do one day and they listen to this episode, it's they're gonna that's gonna blow their mind. Well, now that you've said all of that, I'm not sure that it'll blow their mind so much. It, it would have a second ago, not now. Okay, now it's they'll they'll be like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, also thank you to Digital in the House. Welcome to Verizon. How can I help you with your problems today? Hello, 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 hello. Hello, hello, hello. How can I help you with your problems today? Hey, goodbye! Hey, goodbye! And my name is DrLondonSmith.com. This has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. getting late you promised yourself one more podcast before you gave up on all this funny business it's getting late but i want to listen to one more podcast in fact your boss has already been getting on to you about all of the funny business after all he says why is my boss at my house a funeral home was no place for your pranks and yet you keep putting fart machines inside the bodies of the deceased just so that there can be a few giggles when their loved ones arrive. Wow, it's getting so late. And since we do have the honor of being your last podcast before you give up this funny business, we must advise you that your boss is right. That it is super inappropriate to pull pranks on grieving families. Hmm. I guess my boss is right. Even more inappropriate, though, is when you hold back from sharing with these families your love for the Jock Doc podcast. So please, for their sakes, send them to jockdocpodcast.com. And leave a five-star review in the podcast uh, in which you detail your adventures of putting the fun back in funeral. Hmm, I should tell my friends and family about this podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We are at Jock Doc Podcast, and we love to hear from our listeners. So thank you for listening. Hmm, I wonder if the Jock Doc Podcast has an Instagram, a Twitter account, a Facebook account, even a TikTok. Thank you.